Hi everybody, today I'm with Natalie McMaster, lecturer in Education, University of Sunshine Coast, and Hugh Shannon, lecturer at HBE, Queensland University of Technology, who like myself are on the Ashby Health Promoting Schools Committee. So as part of this podcast today, we're going to be talking a bit about uh, the committee and, and, and how it really came about. So my first question really for Natalie and Hugh is, how did the Ashby Health Promoting Schools Committee come about? Okay, John, I can answer that if you like. Um, back in November 2015, the Australian Health Promoting Schools Association um, had a special general meeting and decided to to dissolve um, their association um, and to merge with um, ACHPA. So um, I guess at that point in time, their committee recognised the benefits of um, the Australian Health Promoting Schools Association members becoming members of um, ASHBA. And so what happened was that um, they then had an agreement with ASHBA to uh, include health promoting schools as a stream in the uh, international conference that ASHBA held in January 2017 um, to try and have you know, more of a focus on uh, health education and health promoting schools. Um, after the conference, the Atchford National Board sort of recognised that we needed a greater focus on awareness of, and I guess the implementation of the health promoting schools approach um, in health education uh, was needed um, to support our members and community. So in December 2017, we had the first meeting of the committee um, back then, it was called the ATSPA Active and Healthy Schools Committee, and since then, we've decided to uh, change the name to ATSPA Health Promoting Schools Committee to really align all with the focus, you know, of our work. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting. When I first became involved in it more recently, you and you and others had done a lot of preparatory work and kind of groundbreaking work. And I, the thing that I remember is um, the Australian Health Promoting Schools Association. I remember using that the framework and the models that they provided, and I felt it was such a strong, um, I guess, presence in our, our HP area. And it was um, interesting to see that it wasn't sustainable, but obviously great for Ashba that, that that's now become part of what we do. Um, so, you know, obviously I know as chair some of the focus of the committee, but you've both been involved a lot longer than me. Uh, so maybe for you, what what is the focus of the committee? Would you say? Oh, thank, thanks, John. Um, so the the committee has a number of number of different things that we're working towards, and I guess one of the key things is that we're importantly extending the work of the uh, the former Australian Health Promoting Schools Association. So we're continuing that work that that commenced with that organisation. Um, and as part of that approach, what we're trying to do is to increase the profile of health education and at, within Australia, um, providing an opportunity for a platform for uh, teachers to um, discuss opportunities for expanding health education to provide resources, and um, and also looking at ways in which we can planning for events and different projects that, that could support the work of teachers in schools. And importantly, it's, it's um, an opportunity to go beyond education 
the curriculum side of it to look at um, more broadly health promotion across the school setting as well and ways in which we can support the enhancement of health, not just for students in schools, but for, for a range of staff, including professional staff, teachers and, and other other key stakeholders as well. I think it's great that we've got this opportunity. And I think that Asper are really well placed because of the national network and because of, well, one of the, if maybe the only benefit, I guess, of COVID is that we've become a lot more, a lot more connected in terms of distance through technology. And I think that Asper, with the wide network that we've got, this is a really good opportunity for Asper where I think you'll both agree our subject area has been. Um, I guess the, the physical education is a more privileged part of HP, and this is long needed, I think, to help support teachers, schools, and as you say, not just the curriculum, but outside of the curriculum, to actually deliver health education in a more holistic way and in a more relevant way in, in sharing the resources and the support. So I'm, bit, I'm very excited about what the committee um, can do. Um, so maybe building on from that, perhaps, you can you tell me what, what is health promoting schools? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, no problems, John. So the health promoting schools framework that you mentioned that you've incorporated as part of your work um, and that you know, it's people would commonly know, I guess, or for those that don't know, traditionally includes three elements. And the first is the curriculum, teaching and learning in the school context. And that's um, they're the elements that people would typically consider. You know, it's, the, it's the formal learning opportunities to enhance health um, so the knowledge and skills that students gain in, in their their um, whilst they're learning in schools. But beyond that, we also have uh, two other elements of the health promoting schools framework, and and these are these have been developed over the years. Um, and it's the the framework has been in place since the mid nineteen nineties, uh, and it's a product of the World Health Organization. And the other elements beyond curriculum, teaching, and learning. Uh, the environment and ethos of the school. And so that that's an opportunity to consider how uh, the culture within the school can contribute to the overall health outcomes for members of that school community. Um, but also, yeah, it's, it's looking beyond those formal learning opportunities. And the third element is the partnerships and services that exist. And that, that can include partnerships that exist within the school community and importantly, also beyond school community as well, where there's uh, potential for relationships that can be established, or if those relationships already exist with external stakeholders or key people who can provide uh, knowledge, skills, and resources that can enhance what happens in that school context, it's a way of, of tying those elements um, into an overall framework for how the school approaches health. And and promotes the health of all members. And the framework allows us to to think of those opportunities as more than just ad hoc events or ad hoc things that occur. It, it's, a, it's a way of systematically looking at the overall structure in the school. And, and that's what I remember as a former HPE teacher using that framework you've just described there. I can visualise it now. is quite clearly, and I've used it, I used it for many, many years, and, and it was a three intersecting circles and the fact that they are integrated they're not taught separately and it's very much a holistic approach to health education so the fact that it's been around since the 1990s um, shows that it's got it's got definite value and I always remember it's been very applicable 
add to the teaching context that I was involved in it, and I'm excited to see what we can do with it moving forward, which leads me to the final question, which is um, uh, what is the committee doing to strengthen teacher-school community understanding, which builds on from what you said there, Hugh? So maybe that could answer that one. So what is the committee doing to strengthen teacher-school community understanding? Yeah, sure, John. I guess uh, one of the things that the committee did is uh, in consultation with um, ATSHA members and other um, members of the committee themselves that have a background in health and health education, um, we developed two documents um, to support the work of ATSHA and to engage more with health education in communities. Um, The documents haven't been published yet, um, but one of them is the definition of health education in schools. Um, because uh, I guess the committee felt that we didn't really have a very clear definition of health education in terms of best practice and looking at that, um, you know, health-promoting schools approach and, um, you know, looking at that whole school um, approach to health education. And the other document is the National Principles of Health Education. And so what we did with the National Principles is we turned them into a self-audit tool uh, for teachers and schools to use to be able to evaluate the health education that's uh, occurring in their schools um, in a format where they're really looking at, um, you know, their practice, at, you know, ensuring that what it is that they provide is sustainable, you know, developmentally appropriate, you know, based on evidence, you know, those types of things, as well as um, the inclusion of the things that, John, uh, Hugh was talking about in terms of health promoting schools, so really looking at the school ethos, uh, you know, the culture of a school, as well as how they um, work with their communities as well to, um, you know, to try and promote that positive, lifelong, healthy behaviour um, in young people or, you know, people in school. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm really excited about what the future holds for us in terms of the work we can do as we start to develop the the reach of the committee and building some of that excellent work that you've both been involved in for some time to set up. And, you know, I think I'm always mindful as an academic, like you both are, about how we can make our understanding more relatable and transferable to what happens in schools. And, you know, I think that's the thing. And it's, I think, looking at it, having been involved in this for a while, I think that, um, you know, we're in a privileged position because we get time to spend to look at the international research, to digest it, and to really get deeply involved in a way that teachers and principals and other, people's and other people in the community aren't able to do that. So I think um, I'm excited about, about how the, the excellent and broad experience in, in our committee uh, can, can influence practice in the future. Um, so now, no, thank you very much, both of you, for taking the time to spend, to have a chat today. No problem. Thanks, John. Okay, yeah, thanks, John. Thank you. Thank you.